Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're at episode 60. Wow. Really love recording this podcast. We release an episode every week, and I'm excited about this one. But before we go there, I want my co-host and really good friend to introduce yourself, so Stacey Brown, the, the amazing, the beautiful, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire and now published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, you know I've got to do this. Can you introduce yeah. yourself, please? Hi, friends. I'm so excited to be here with you on another episode of our podcast. Uh, my name is Stacy. I'm an intuitive healer and a certified Reiki practitioner. I am a spiritual mentor and coach. I am an Akash record reader and trainer. And yes, I just recently published my first book. So a lot of exciting things happening here, Nims, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yay, and yeah, lots happening for, for us, right? And yeah, just to introduce myself, I'm Nims Nimesh. I'm also an Akashic record reader, Akashic trainer, spiritual coach, spiritual mentor, as well as a uh, podcast creator and podcast host. And I just love the work that we do, kind of really um, allows us to go deep with people, to guide them to how they're meant to, what they're here to do, how they're meant to shine their light, what their purpose is. Um, the records have changed my life. It's really I won't be here recording this podcast. I was guided to record this podcast, um, to start this podcast by a message that, you know, my voice is my gift and I need to use it. So um, a lot of things that we do on a day-to-day basis, we have been guided to do. So, um, yeah, and Stace, I love sharing this space with you. And I'm looking forward to this week's conversation. So this week's topic is, how do you want to be remembered? And it's it's interesting, right? I guess... um, I mean, I now think about this quite often in terms of what is the mark I want to leave? You know, how do I want to be remembered? What do I want to be remembered for? Um, you know, starting out when I first started, you know, my, my career, I was very corporate focused. I was very much focused on, you know, becoming CEO of the world, you know, kind of being successful on, on the corporate ladder. But if I think about it now, you know, the job I do, um, it's not really something I want to be remembered for, right? So um, so for me, this topic is really interesting. It's more of a heartfelt topic. I know that, you know, maybe six months ago, we had a, an episode on, on what is your legacy. For me, this is is similar, but it's also in the way of um, what mark do you want to leave on the people around you, I guess, is the way I look at it. So Stace, I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about um, what does this topic mean to you? How do you want to be remembered? Uh, I know you've gone through a lot of change. Um, we've talked about in the previous episodes, so much change in the past 10 months, probably more than most people do in, in a few years. So I'm curious, you know, what does this topic mean to you? Has it changed and evolved over the last few months? Uh, I'd love to get your inter- your take on it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's definitely something that's constantly growing and evolving. If someone had asked me this question you know, five years ago, um, I probably would have said, you know, I want to be remembered as a hairdresser who gave her all behind the chair and made people look and feel amazing because of the work that I did. I think I'm still in a season of navigating, you know, like what is, what, what do I want to be remembered for in this new season? Um, and it's interesting because I've had people reach out to me since the book came out, like almost daily with, um, 
really, really heartfelt messages, like emotional messages. Um, you know, I'm so inspired by your story. Um, and I received one last night that just kind of blew my mind. Um, I'm going to be guesting on podcasts as I'm promoting the book and I've already guested on several people's podcasts. And I had an interview two days ago with a woman who, um, has a podcast and has several friends helping her out with that process. And one of the friends had been visiting her and had like a long drive home. And she got in the car yesterday and listened to the entire audiobook on the way home. And she left me this message and she said, I'm so moved by your vulnerability and your honesty and your journey and you sharing that, that journey in a book. And she said there were so many things that she could relate to. And it's so interesting because my vulnerability makes me really uncomfortable. Like I don't, I don't actually like being vulnerable. <laughs> like I tell people all the time, like the day that my son crashed his car into a tree, it was like the whole family was in the car with him and we all came out with different injuries. And one of my injuries is I wear my heart on the outside of my chest now. And that vulnerability is there. It almost feels like whether I want it to be or not, but I've found that it is something that I want to be remembered for, you know, being open about my story gives space for others to do the same. It, it's weird. You you talk about that. And I know we talk about it in Clubhouse and stuff like that. But for me, your vulnerability is a gift. It's, um, you know, I, I, when we first met, it was on Clubhouse, right? And, you know, we tell this story in a previous episode. It's, um, I wasn't planning to to talk on that. that I mean, Clubhouse is a social media app where, you can just be in the audience and listen, or you can join the stage and join in the conversation. And, you know, I was driving at the time and I was like, I'm just going to drive. I'm not going not to join the conversation. Um, lots of reasons behind it, but I was like, and then you spoke and you spoke at such a heart level. You shared your soul. And I was like, and there's not many people that are that authentic on social media, right? There's the, you know, it's like, you know, Facebook, you could argue is fake book, right? It's that people promote this image of themselves. And it's quite rare to find somebody who's speaking so authentic and so vulnerably from the heart that I felt the need to come on stage and just say, you know what, Stace, I didn't know you at the time, but well done. Congratulations for being as raw and as vulnerable as 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 you are. And it's that and I, I think I don't think many people have the intent the intention of not being authentic, but it's how how much you share a level. Um that you're comfortable with. And as you say, everything you've been through um, has really your heart is, you know, the way you describe it is, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And you're always authentic, right? Is sometimes it makes you feel uncomfortable because you get emotional and all that sort of stuff. But me, that is, you know, if there's one way you're going to remember it, oh my God, Stace was always, she always told it. She always told it how it was. She was always real. She was always authentic with everything she said. She was always being vulnerable, because I hear you on clubhouse rooms and being vulnerable, and I know you're talking to people's souls because of your vulnerability. So people are hearing you at a soul level because of 
the authenticity of of what you're sharing. And I guess that's a great question for our listeners. It's it's you know when you what image are you portraying to the world? Is it are you being authentic? And it may be a difficult question to ask, but are you being authentic? Is there you know is there more of what you could share? Because I really believe it, all of us and what we've been through is for a reason. And if we could potentially be more authentic in what we share, then what if that helps other people to maybe learn from your story and be inspired by your story and maybe not go through um, some of the painful things that we've been through because they can be guided by the voice. So, yeah, I guess, Stace, we don't always plan the episode, but... um, Yeah, I mean, I so there was a room on Clubhouse this morning that I was listening to that was like, you know, about a similar topic. And I was listening to all these different people respond. And my, my belief in why we're here is that we are here to learn the lessons on our journey and then impart the wisdom to the people that come after us. So when I think about like what I want to be remembered for, I want to be remembered as one of those people who passed on the knowledge from those lessons. You know, I want to be taking every life experience that comes my way and learning and growing from it in whatever way I need to. And then taking that information that I've learned and passing it on to the people that come after me. And I compare a lot to running but I almost look at it as we're all running a race. We're all in this race. We're all at different points on, on the, on the track, right? Some of us are miles ahead of each other. Some of us are just starting out, but when you're running that race and you're a couple miles ahead of people, you have the knowledge of what that couple miles involved. Was it uphill? Was it rocky? Was it slippery? Was it rainy? Like what were the, what were the things to watch out for? And I just feel this responsibility to the people who are running the race behind me to turn back and say, Hey, like this, this path ahead on mile five is rough. You know, like I'm, I'm in a whole new season right now. Um, you know, I'm divorced. I'm a single mom again, I'm raising a little girl and the story looks very different now than it did even just a couple short years ago. So it's, so the question that comes to my mind is what am I going to be remembered for in this season, right? Like what, what lessons am I going to learn through this path that I'm going to be able to help other people with, you know, I mean, there's been so much already that I've learned and so much that I've shared in my book. Um, but like, what's this next season? And what, what are the lessons that I'm going to learn and what am I going to pass on? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting question. I think, um, I think we've learned over the past year that, um, you know, it's really important to focus on the now and this moment. And because the seasons are changing so much, we don't know. We can plan and, you know, from, from a healing business perspective, we have a lot of plans coming and all the rest of it, but we also very open to, the universe, God having a different plan for us, right? And and it is interesting, you know, is that what is coming ahead for all of us, right? It feels the energy feels different. Um, 
but I guess all we can focus on is is what's our perspective now and how do we want to be remembered and you know you every time you share on 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 the on Clubhouse or on when we're on Instagram live or even on this on this podcast um you know you always get a reaction because of your the soul and the you I feel like in many ways I speak universal truth i.e I the information the knowledge I share um about general things is a mine. It comes from a different place. Um, but you, you, you use your experience and you tailor your response a lot based on guiding people based on your experience, which is a powerful thing to do. Um, and yeah, it's, it's interesting how you mentioned earlier how how things evolve and how things change. Right? If you asked, if you'd asked me, you know. 20 years ago, um, how you want to be remembered, I would have said, you know, I, I want to be have a successful corporate career and be, you know, kind of really made a difference in the corporate world. Um, I've always been quite family orientated. I've got a big extended family, 10 nephews, three nieces, and I've I've actively taken a different role um, and been the uncle to, you know, kind of uh, giving my nephews and nieces a different way and, you know, somebody that can come and connect with and have an open conversation with who's different to their parents. And that, I think, you know, that that's always been a consistent for me in terms of, you know, leaving my mark is I want to make sure that anyone that's close to me, I leave them better than I found them. And, you know, I talk a lot about my purpose being that, i.e. everyone I connect with on a day-to-day basis, I want to leave them better than I found them. And, you know, the way you describe it, I, we are a soul having human experience. So in many ways, our soul already knows what we're here to experience, but our human doesn't. So, but we are here to have a human experience, which means that everything we're here, everything we're experiencing on a day-to-day basis is part of our legacy, is part of why we're here. And those experiences are expanding us, are completing our soul contracts, whatever you're looking at. But I also believe, as you say, we have a responsibility to share that knowledge, to share that experience. And I'll always talk about, we're here to guide people. We can't force people to hear our messages because how do we know what we're saying is the truth or not? It's our truth. But I really feel that we have a purpose to guide people, to give people options. But it's up to, we all have free will. So it's up to the person listening, whether they want to listen to our advice or not. And we can't have any emotion attached towards it or not because ours is just to share a message. Like on the spiritual journey, um, I believe a lot of us are going through a spiritual awakening. And you know, I, I think, for example, our mentorship program is a great way of, of guiding through you know, what a spiritual awakening may look like and guiding people through. And you know, I'd, I'd love for you know, to be remembered for just the number of people I've connected with and, and left a mark on them. And, you know, I... I really believe that we're going to touch millions and billions of people. And the way that we'll do that is by the people we mentor, the people we help, will then share the knowledge that we've shared and they will then go and help others who will then go and help others. And I think that's really how we can leave our mark is if we leave one person better than we found them, then they will go and impact and they will then go and impact people around them who will then impact people around them. Because if I think about the people we've mentored, we've just not mentored the people we've, by mentoring them, we've affected the lives of the people around the people we're mentoring. That's we have lots of examples, all right, where 
you know, I was talking to a work colleague yesterday who, who I've mentored for a few years and, you know, he was telling me about how much his wife's changed and how his kids changed just because of how, how much more he's present and feeling the energy around him and how that's affected the people around him. And it's just like, I'm like, that's really cool. And, you know, so it's an, I, for me, it's an interesting question to answer. How do I want to be, be remembered? I think that as, as for you, it'll evolve over time. Um, I just want to be, ultimately, I want to be remembered for being authentic with what I've said and just have the best intentions to guide people to shine their light while I'm shining, shining my light the brightest I can. And if I'm remembered for shining my light really brightly, um, for people wanting to hear me, wanting to connect with me um, and making a difference in people's lives, then then I think I've left my mark. I always remember the the phrase, it's not about the breath you take, it's about the moments that take your breath away. And, you know, I, I, I love creating those moments for people where, um, you know, you take their breath away with the knowledge or whatever you do. And I'm very clear I do that for me because it lifts my soul. Like the mentorship programs and the cash record readings and we're touching people's souls. And for me, um, I'd love to be remembered for doing that, for really kind of connecting with people at a soul level and guiding them at a soul level to shine their light so much brighter because we all have such a beautiful light to shine. And sometimes our human existence and the emotion around it kind of gets in the way of, of really kind of what, what our soul's here to do. And if we, if I can guide people to to truly connect to the soul and shine the light how it's meant to be, then I, that's how I'd love to be remembered. I mean, it makes sense, right? We take all this time serving and we work so hard on the different ways to reach people. And ultimately it is with the goal of changing lives, right? It's, it's the, I have this wisdom that I want to impart and we cultivated this mentorship program in your kitchen. We channeled it. And I would say it was personal experience. It was training. And it was channeling that brought us to the space of having this program. And every single person that we have helped in this process has shifted their life. But then when they shift, as you were saying, they shift their family, they shift their work environment, they shift their personal relationships. And so it has this beautiful ripple effect when we take the time to, to serve others. And it's interesting because like I said, as a hairdresser, I felt that all the time, right? I mean, I would give somebody a fresh haircut and they would be ooing and eyeing in the mirror and having that, that moment of gratification that they felt like they looked their best. And now I get to do it. I'm doing something similar in the sense of giving them a makeover, but it's on a deeper level. And so it has this similar um, appeal to it that I can do something that's going to impact someone else's life. It's powerful. Yeah. And I guess the question, how you want to remember is, is multifaceted too, right? There's a, you know, how do you want to be remembered by your family, your close ones, your friends, 
but also how do you want to be remembered by the people that you affect and you touch on a daily basis is it different or is it the same I don't know because my kids you know I want to be remembered for my drive and my determination and my ability to overcome and so I think that I'm you know, a little bit, um, like there's a differentiation between what, how I want to be remembered by other people and like specifically my kids, you know, like when I think about my kids and like what I want them to remember me for, um, specifically as I'm going through the season of change, like I want my kids to see that their mom is a fighter that I'm determined, that I never gave up, that I was constantly striving to be a better version of myself every day. Um, and it is super important to me, you know, what I leave my kids with. I think about it often, you know, not that I even, not that I think about, I don't think about life ending, what would I be remembered for, but I think about what message am I giving to my kids every day? You know, like what, what will be the, the, the ripple effect that I have on their life? You know, two of my kids are in the beauty industry, which is powerful because I had an impact in influencing them in that, you know, and it's funny because I never pressured them to do what I did, but they followed in my footsteps. And if they can follow in my footsteps with my career, I have this awareness that they can follow in my footsteps in a lot of other ways, like the way I live my life. And I don't talk about my kids specifically a lot on here, but it brings me to a place of wanting to talk about my oldest, my daughter, Caitlin. Um, she's 25 and um, a newlywed and she is running a business, her own business in the beauty industry. And I look at her right now and the life that she's creating. And I'm like blown away by her tenacity and her determination and her drive. I mean, she's so good at what she does and she knows it. She has this confidence about her that I feel like did I have that? Like, was I? <laughs> and the reason I'm talking about this is because, you know, did I, did I play a part in that? Yes. Right. I, I'm not quite sure what it is exactly for her, but when, but I, when look I look at what she, how she's living her life, I'm like my determination to shift things and be powerful and, and, and self-sufficient, um, is something that I've imparted into her. And I'm hoping that that will carry on into her children, right? And can I, can I just confirm, I've met her, I've interacted with her. You have definitely impacted. I saw her in action when we were moving into a new, your new place. She's, she definitely has your drive to get shit done. Part of my language. Yeah. But she has, she has a, yeah, she's, she's, she's incredible. And you, you've imparted, so you, you know, there's, there is, for me, there's no doubt that your tenacity to get through what you've got through and the way that you, you're doing it 
has left a mark on all your kids. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. Let me let me pose a different question for you then. How do you make sure that because because a lot of us are focused on what doing things for other people and being there for other people. How do you make sure that you don't lose yourself in in all of that? It's like when you're so focused on your kids and leaving your mark and you know your you we talk about your why and we talk about the importance of having a strong why in a previous episode and you know your one of your strongest whys is you know you, you the legacy you want to leave for your kids right you know you want to you want to be a better mother today than you were yesterday and you know you want to kind of set that example how do you make sure that you don't get lost your own identity doesn't get lost in what you want to do when you're trying to be there for other people i think sometimes it does i think sometimes it does get lost um you know, I have I have a new visitation schedule with my youngest daughter. Okay, she's nine. And I've been with her for the last couple of days. And so all of my like focus and energy has been as a mom and what I need to do for her and what I need to provide her and, and what wisdom I need to impart into her and like, and then the day-to-day stuff. Right. And today I dropped her off to the bus for school, knowing that she's going to her dad's. And there's a little bit of, Oh shit. (laughs) I I'm doing this by myself for the next couple of days. And yes, we're talking about how we want to be remembered long-term, but I, I, I think sometimes things can get kind of lost in the mix, you know, like where I've become so focused on parenting that I have to shift gears and, and look at like, okay, what do I want? What, how do I want to show up? Right. What, so like, even in the little things, like looking at my calendar and the responsibilities I have and, you know, what. it's almost like sometimes you're living in different worlds because when you're with the kids, you're focused totally on the kids and giving and giving and giving to them. And then all of a sudden they're not there and you remember yourself and you're like, okay, I need to practice some self-care. I need to fulfill my responsibilities. I, you know, like there's just this kind of shift that happens and so I think very honestly and vulnerably, I would say sometimes we do lose ourselves in our kids or in our responsibilities. We lose sight of the vision of what, what do we long-term want to create here? And so for me, I, I, I think realistically, it's reasonable to lose yourself sometimes. It, it just happens. You lose your way. And you know what? It might not even be like a big misstep. It might just be, like I said, the shift of a schedule and you kind of have to get your balance again. But I do think that anybody who tells you that they don't fall away from, from their goal or their vision is probably lying to you because life happens, right? Whether it's sickness or a move or an injury like there just tends to be this kind of flow to life where at certain times we have to focus our attention on other things i think the ultimate vision of i want to be remembered for making an impact and imparting the wisdom that i have into the next people coming after me ultimately that's still there right 
but sometimes it gets lost in the day-to-day. So, so let, me, let me ask it differently. Um, so the thing, the thing that makes humans different is we have free will, we have a choice. So even when we are serving other people, I really believe as long as we're consciously making the choice that, you know, so, and Stacey, I see you make the conscious choice with your daughter in terms of how you want to spend time with her. And for me, that is still kind of focused on on the mark you want to leave because you're making a conscious choice to spend time with your daughter and, and be a conscious parent and to raise her differently than maybe you did the other kids because you're a different person now. And um, I, I think that that is part of who you are because we do play, it's like we play so many different roles. You know, we play the role of a parent, a brother, a sister, you know, a friend or, you know, kind of a co-worker, whatever that looks like. But is it, as long as we're authentic in, in how we're doing it, because our roles are different. But I remember, um, you know, when I started publicly speaking about spirituality and I come from a corporate background, right? I'm corporate trained and, you know, there's an image that you're there, but then all of a sudden when you start talking about the healing side, you are merging worlds, right? You're merging worlds and you worry about what people are going to think about you and, you know, how they're going to remember you and all that sort of stuff. But then after a while, you're thinking, well, is it really important? Um, you know, and I, and I remember the phrase that that my mentor taught me is how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I'm, and I, and I try and live by that because it's that as long as I'm being authentic in whatever I whatever I do, whether that's the role of a coworker, a, a brother, an uncle, whatever whatever role I'm playing, as long as I'm being authentic with it and being conscious with my choices, then I don't know if I'm losing myself in that because I'm consciously doing what I want to do, and I'd love to be remembered for you know, always being authentic, always being myself, right? And always, I, a lot of people say to me, um, they think I'm quieter than I used used to be. I don't think I'm quieter than I used to be. I'm just very, if I've got something to say, I'm going to say it, but I'm at a place where I'm not, I don't really chit chat anymore. I don't really want to gossip. It's not really, but, but that's because I've changed. And that's because I really want to only speak when I have something good to say. And it's just, but it is, you know, I, I think we we all have a choice in all the roles that we play to be present in the moment and to and to play those roles with authenticity. And if we do that, then I think we are. I mean, I challenge you: Are we losing ourselves? And yes, we get we're all human, right? We get lost in the emotion of what's happening in our lives. We get lost in in a kind of. Uh, the good, the bad, etc. Um, but I again, I believe that, and it's really interesting. Every episode that we we do always kind of comes back to having a self care routine, mm-hmm. and I really believe having a strong self care routine, which includes some physical movement, some meditation, some journaling, etc. It really gives us a base to make conscious choices, and. You know, if we can be present enough in the things that we do and make a conscious choice of what do we want for us? So it's like when you're with your daughter, 
you're making a conscious choice to spend time with her because you want to you want to have that time you want to because you know she's only going to be nine for so long right she's going to grow up and so and i hear you and i think you're making conscious choices so i don't know maybe maybe i'll ask the question back to yourself is in the way you're parenting are you really losing yourself or are you being more conscious and kind of making your mark in how you will be remembered because you are a different parent now than you were before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily feel that I'm losing myself. I think what I mean is I get lost in in those moments. And I think that's great um, to have that time with her <clears throat> and to make an impact in that way. But I guess what I'm talking about is like the shifting gears from the impact I have on my daughter to the impact that I have with the work that we do or the impact that I have with the book or, you know, those kind of things. It's, it's a, a shifting of the priorities. And there are times where my daughter's with me and it's all about her. And then there are times where she's with me and I have to work and I'm on a call. Right. And so there's a way that I'm shifting gears because what I want to be remembered for uh, intimately in my family might be a little bit different than what I want to be remembered for in the work that I do. And that's fair. You know, that is, um, it's what I talked about having the different roles that we play, right? Is that, um, I guess for me, it's a consistency in all those roles. It's, and I, I, th- I think we're both to it, but it's like being people really connecting and feeling our purpose and our hearts. Mm-hmm. And because um, we are going to play different roles, you know, the, the the people we mentor is is a different connection to those that we open the records for, to those that we, um, you know, maybe listen to the podcast. But our intention and, you know, the role of a parent or but our intention is still in everything. I feel in everything we do is to really kind of share our heart and to share our wisdom, to share our knowledge and be present. Mm-hmm. And we can be consistent in that, right? So maybe we can be remembered for, you know, always, um, always being authentic. It's interesting. And I was just thinking about it. I, I, I used to pride myself on, on always being there for people always been there you know kind of you know I'm, I'm the one that's you know and that's great and I have no issues doing that but as long as I'm there for myself first and um yeah maybe that's just the question for our listeners is how often are you there for you because when you're there for everybody else but actually you're not you're not there for yourself what example are you setting for people? Mm-hmm. And how will you remember? Will, will you be remembered for always being there for, for everybody, but not being there for yourself? And how much more could you be there for the people around you if you did some self-care and you truly put yourself first? Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a, it's, it's an interesting thought, right? I mean, as, as, as healers, as carers, we love to heal other people, right? But healers need healing too. And 
you know, I'd, I'd, I'd love to be remembered to as somebody who had balance, who who made sure that, you know, he went out of his way for himself as 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 well as others. Um, you know, I just it's it's, it's really a, it is a really a thought provoking question, and even for me during while we're having this conversation, um, it does make you think, right? How do you want to remember it? How do you want to? And it's interesting how things change and evolve over time. Um, and I feel blessed in terms of the spiritual journey and knowing that, you know, being guided to start this podcast as a way of being remembered, right? Is um, the mentorship as, as a way of being remembered. And it's that I know that we're leaving our mark on, on, on people. And for me, that's, I feel blessed in the work that we do because I, I do feel that we have an opportunity to make a difference and to be remembered differently. Um, it is interesting that when I'm doing the work, I don't think about, it doesn't enter my head about how do I be remembered. It's just more about, I love what I do and I love the fact the healing and, and just, you know, lifts my soul um, when we connect to people and truly help them connect with their gifts, shine their light differently. And it's just, um, and if I think about it now, I want to, I do want to remember for doing that. Um, but in the moment, it's not something we think of, right? It's not something I think of. Um, so maybe part of, you know, really thinking about what you want to remember doing is making sure that you're doing the things that lift your soul. Because I really believe if we, if we do that, if we do the things that lift our soul, then people will feel that and people will remember us accordingly. And it's in, I don't, yeah, I ask myself this question a lot less than I used to. Um, and I think that's because I know I'm doing what I'm meant to do. Mm-hmm. And if we do what we, what we were meant to do, then what we're remembered for is, would be just that. And, you know, we talk a lot about living in the moment. And if we could be present in this moment, if we could feel the joy, the gratitude, the beauty in this moment, then, you know, yesterday would be it's just a memory and tomorrow will take care of itself. So when you're, let me again ask you that question. If, you, if we're living in this moment, truly appreciate this moment, because we don't know what tomorrow brings, right? It's changing. We've tried it so often. If we're living in the present, do we need to consider how we want to be remembered? 100%. I think that's why these conversations are so important because I think that there are so many of us who just get on the hamster wheel of life every day and go about the same routine that we do day in and day out without any awareness and without awareness, we can't make changes. So I think having a platform where we have these deeper conversations and get introspective is how we make sure that we're showing up in the way that we want to. Too many people in this world go about their day blindly, not in touch with their emotions, not in touch with the reason why they're here, not in touch with their purpose, and not living out the life the way they could be. And we provide a space where we have these deeper conversations, not just for others, but for ourselves, where we stop and say, okay, wait a second. I know what I'm doing, but do I know why? Right? Right? Because we can't make changes without that awareness. 
And so I think what's really profound is to have a conversation like this and kind of dig deep and say, okay, am I, am I even thinking about what I want to be remembered for? Because when you think about things on a larger scale like that, it's impacted or shifted by daily actions. But we can't take that action without the awareness. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, awareness is always the first step, right? Um, really asking yourself why you do things on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, even asking yourself uh, this podcast. You know, how do you want to, do you want to be remembered? Asking those questions does help you be, to become an awareness, right? To become an awareness of what's happening around you, who you are, what your programming is. Um, but I know just in my experience, awareness on its own without taking action can be super frustrating because as you talk about, you know, how many of us are, are, you know, they say ignorance is bliss, right? How many of us are just arguably living ignorantly, you know, kind of just living day to day, not really being aware. Um, but it's like when you open that door to awareness and you become a, much more aware of what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing then you start to have a choice because with awareness, you have to accept who you are, right? You have to accept, you can't go back and change the things you've already done, but then from awareness acceptance, you need to then decide what you're going to do about it. Mm -hmm. And that's where the, that's where the true power comes, right? So, you know, you're aware, you accept, okay, now I'm going to love myself unconditionally and decide what I'm going to do next. That's that, that it for me is, is where the power of awareness really comes into play. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we, we have these thought-provoking podcasts, as you say, for that reason, to really kind of challenge people to to become aware, to understand what's happening around them, to start asking those searching questions. And I really believe a lot of us are being pushed because if you think about it, um, you know, pre-lockdown or whatever you want to call it, the things that used to excite us don't excite us anymore. So I'm sure a lot of people listening can feel that things are coming to becoming different and maybe they're being pushed to become more aware. Maybe listening to this podcast really asks, helps and facilitates asking some of those searching questions as to how do you want to be remembered? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's, uh, I guess, why we do this podcast, right? Really to have that thought-provoking conversation to really kind of go deep Um so as we get ready to close out this podcast, as always, say, so I want to ask you some, you know, kind of what thoughts you want to leave our listeners with and, you know, any kind of questions, general prompts that we want our listeners to be thinking of. I mean, I think that having a conversation like this provides a beautiful opportunity for some introspection. And I would encourage our listeners to grab your journal and ask yourself the question, how do you want to be remembered? and see what comes up from that. And maybe you even wanna categorize it. How do you wanna be remembered on your career path? How do you wanna be remembered by your family? How do you want to be remembered by your friends, your colleagues? Ask yourself that question, sit with it in journal style and see what comes up. And let me add an additional question in terms of how authentic are you being on a day-to-day -day basis? How much is how much how much are you being influenced by the role you think you're playing 
and what other people think of you. Because for me, the power comes when we truly start to put ourselves first and be our authentic selves to shine our light the best that we can. Um, and how much do we spend worrying about what other people think? Because I always remember getting told, you know, what other people think is none of my business. That's quite powerful, right? If we could truly focus on shining our light and not worry about what the people think, how powerful could we become? So Stace, I love, love, love sharing this space with you. I love the work that we do. Uh, if anyone's interested in learning more about um, the mentorship program that we do, we offer a group and an individual one. Um, you can work with both me and Stacey. You can work with us individually. All that information is available on our website. You can book a free discovery call where we take you through the mentorship program. Uh, we also offer a cash record reading jointly. Um, it's a beautiful experience where we connect you to the cash records or a record of everything that you've been through, current life, past life, future life, parallel life. And we go through and, and we share a soul level message with you. We also train people on how to read their Akashic Records. And if any of that interests you, let us know. We love, love, love the work that we do. Uh, truly are making a difference and feel so blessed doing it. Uh, love this podcast, all the messages that we get and um, the impact it's having. So please review the podcast in whatever platform you, you, um, you're you using. It just helps us to get to more people. And yeah, if you have any messages, any feedback, please DM us. I'll always leave our details, um, how to contact us in the show notes. So yeah, thank you for this space. And Stace, is there a message you want to leave our listeners with as we close out? Thank you so much for being with us through 60 episodes, 60 freaking episodes of this podcast. Thank you for the messages that you send us on a regular basis. We love hearing from you. You can email us, you can rate and review the podcast. We're always just a, a DM away. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Sending everyone lots of love and light and speak to you all very soon.